Crabhead, your weekly podcast reviewing games from the Game Pass Collection. Bring you three new perspectives and skill range. I am the star of this episode. Andrew, with me are Marvin, Keith, hello, and the annoying child that you always inevitably have to escort in any sort of horror game, Liz. Hey guys. And this week was a listener request. I did not pull up my list because I am so good at this. Uh, this week we played resident evil 2 the remake by capcom so thank you so much to archangel 9 and carter who both recommended that we played this game but uh, yeah resident evil 2 it originally came out in 96 once again i had that up and i no longer have it up but anyway this uh, remake came out 20 20 19 19 (laughs) <laughs> Thank you, Liz. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so this game is a remake. So it is still the same story, kind of general more mechanics. They've just been updated because if anyone knows, the original Resident Evil was a fixed camera. You know, you went to an area, the camera shifted. But this time around, it is now a third person action horror survival game. But going around, Keith, was this a gamer pass for you? It, am I? How much grace do I have to have on this being a remake from from 96, you said? It, it's 98. 98. I was very close. I, Liz is looking at me. <clears throat> I was close enough. So I so the thing is is no, it's it's I'm I'm probably going to get shamed all over for this one, but it's it's a pass for me and I there's there is aspects of it that I appreciated and that I was having bits of fun-ish with but overall i was just constantly annoyed for the most part as i played this game and so were you scared annoyed no it's not because it's not even really a horror game it's a zombie game and there's a couple right game there's a couple (laughs) jumps and there's definitely more than just your base zombies but overall it's just a zombie survival game is kind of how I saw it, I don't know. I just, I was, I was more, again, more just annoyed than anything as I played through it. So, well, I'm going to cut you off and I'm going to say this is a definite game. I thought Resident Evil 2 remake is awesome. Yeah. Okay. Try to mock me, Keith. But yeah, so I played this originally. I, this one, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was Nintendo 64. It was either this or the Dreamcast. I'm pretty sure it was Nintendo 64, but I rented this. And I remember this game literally scared, like, the living pants off of me. Like I was so terrified when I was playing this game. I literally could only play in like 15 minute spurts because I was so terrified that I would have to literally turn the game off because I my adrenaline was so stinking high. I'm just picturing 11 year old Andrew just <laughs> terrified. Man, the sound effects and just the horror aspect of this game terrified me. So then when I saw this game was a remake and I was like, okay, I'm curious now that I'm an adult, you know, this won't scare me at all. No, this game is still actually pretty terrifying. I still was screaming quite a bit. Not as bad. I, I didn't have to like stop every 15 minutes, but no, this game still, you know, this remake was done very well where it is now. It's still feels like Resident Evil 2, but just modern and fun and great graphics and audio. So yes, this is a definite game. You need to check this out. I've said many a times that I used to watch my brother play the Resident Evil games, uh, but I didn't play the old ones. I just watched him play. And this is, for me, is definitely a game 
I was really curious with Keith because I feel like, Keith, you don't really seem to like horror games that much. Or like I feel like the ones that we've played. But so but I also saw your achievements and I'm like, well, he's getting a lot of achievements. Maybe he'll like this one. But for me, I actually think it is a bit on the scarier side, but I feel like most of the horror games we've played have not been scary. I feel like the newer games try so hard with like shock and gore and all the crap that I don't find scary. But this one, when you listen to the volume at a certain level, yeah, you didn't um, even do headset. If you did a headset, it's I know all of a sudden you hear those footsteps chasing you, and that's the thing that is that is scary—the feeling of being chased. And I feel like a lot of games do not do that. And yeah, I thought it was—I thought it was a lot of fun. I looked forward to playing it. Obviously, I couldn't play it during the day in front of my <laughs> four-year-old, <laughs> so I could only play after her bedtime. But I would look forward to playing it. I was going to say, I should, I, I should feel like I should let Keith say whether or not I was accurate with that. I just feel like you haven't liked a lot of the horror games we've played, like I, Blair Witch. Yeah. Well, in general, I don't, I don't like survival, like really, gr- I don't even call it gritty survival, but just like everything is so, no, it's because even in this, I don't even think anything was too scarce. And I... I think, yeah, I, I think you're right as a whole. The horror genre doesn't do much for me. I just, I don't think I get scared by video games. Like you were talking about the footsteps. And again, I, I would hear the footsteps and be like, oh, gosh, not again. That was all, like, I would just get annoyed. And nothing scared me. I was just like, this is just stupid. Here we go again. Let's, let's do this. And like, that was my reaction just about every time I heard a noise. But I think I'm jumping ahead a, a little too far. I think so, you're mostly gotta, right, though. <laughs> I got to ask you, Heath, what, what difficulty did you play on and what character did you, do, did you do? I played as Leon and I started on standard and I moved to assisted. And I hated it either way. Well, I hated the same things that I hated. <laughs> okay. So I started this game originally with Leon and I did standard the whole way through. And I, I do disagree with you that I, I found ammo to be very scarce. Liz here. Liz, you can say what you did. I did assisted and I played as Claire. Because yeah, I heard and, Claire was easier and watching her play, I'm like, oh man, she is easier. But I will say you do get a lot more bullets, but it still takes a lot of headshots. I don't know how different the combat is. That's my issue. But it's like nothing is yeah. scarce, just nothing dies. So it's not really scare it's only scarce because you have to put thirty five bullets into a, something's head for it to fall over for ten seconds and then get back up. Like it's not scarce. I had plenty of bullets. I just I keep... didn't. Nothing died. It just doesn't die. They're zombies. They're not. You, you shoot them in the die. dang head, and they die. The only way they die is if their head actually explodes, and that happens. I don't know one every hundred headshots. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. That was my biggest <laughs> gripe about this game. He's salty already. Oh, you, you, we need I an mean, axe. You, you found my you found my my anger point because it is that <laughs> the the combat and the combat is so much of this game that I hated well, so much. I I, th- I think part of the argue like the issue right and here is what you're saying is you're playing this game more as an action game and that is what it's supposed. To, there's there's times where you're actually supposed to debate of. Do I actually want to finish the zombie off or just say, screw it, he's down, I'm going to go past him and continue? Because when I played standard with Leon, 
I, there was a lot of times I literally was down to like five, six bullets. And that's what I would do. I'd be like, you know what? This guy's down. I'm done with this room. I'm leaving. Or you see one thing that you didn't collect and you're like, is that worth it? Yeah. Is it worth the bullets? Like, and yeah. it's just like an herb and you have herbs. And, you know, exactly. sure. No, I, I had plenty of that. It's just, it, I'm jumping too far ahead. We'll get into the gameplay. Talk about the story or something. I don't, I don't have any saltiness <laughs> about that. I just don't care that much. <laughs> So the story you were playing as, as we've said already, you could either start the game as Leon or as Claire. Uh, if you are a noob or someone who wants an easier experience, I recommend playing as Claire. Both of them, you know, they both have two separate stories. You're kind of playing very similar games, but Claire's puzzles are easier. You generally don't have to deal with the big bad guy that you see. You've probably seen a lot of videos and memes of Mr. X. He's only in a very small portion of Claire's story. So for her, hers is a bit easier to kind of navigate and explore and kind of a more easier time. But Leon, you know, his story is there. But either way, both of stories are, are about the same. You know, you're both in the city of Raccoon City, who just recently got hit with an outbreak. Everyone is starting to turn into zombies. Zombies are eating people. The people that you're eating are turning into zombies. And, you know, as Leon, you are trying to start your new job as a new stars police officer in Raccoon City. Actually, no, he's studying at stars. He's just a police officer. But anyway, he's starting in Raccoon City. And Claire, he runs into Claire on his way into the city. And Claire is trying to get to the city to find her brother, who is a stars agent. So you both end up at this, the police station. And you are basically trying to survive and escape the outbreak. But that is the general gist of the story. Which I feel like, so I originally watched the movies. And one thing in this <laughs> game that I don't, I don't think was in any of the movies. I could be wrong. I didn't see all the movies. Just the ones that I saw. Were that they were like which ones did you say? Oh dear, I don't know which ones. I know you watched most of them. Yeah, but, but anyway, the live action together. ones you should clarify because there's also animated movies as well. I didn't know that. Yeah, but one thing that was like really dark in this. I mean, am I allowed to give the spoiler about who they were testing on? Yeah, I think it's fine. Yeah, so they're testing on kids in this orphanage, and it was like, dang, that's really dark. And then I also, so I didn't finish the game, but I really wanted to find out what was up with Claire's brother, because you find this note from him, and she so she says that doesn't sound like him at all. Or that not that's not exactly what she said, but she said it around, like something like that. And so for me, I'm like, what does happen to the brother? <laughs> well, you find out in Resident Evil Four. Oh really? You have to wait till four. You play. You play as him in four, yeah. Oh, so he's alive. Yeah. See, it made me actually want to find out, and then also like the little girl's parents were who were doing all these evil things. Oh, it makes me so heated, <laughs> so rude. <laughs> but I think that makes a good story, though. If I actually want to find out what happens. Wait, what? Wait, you play as Chris in five? I thought you play. Oh, that's right. Four is Leon again. That's right. Yeah, never mind. You play you play as Chris in five. Which Resident Evil games have we played for the podcast? Didn't we play one of them? Yeah, we played Resident Evil five. Five. Set, five. No, uh, seven. Because six is the awful one. Six is the action one. Yeah, five. Because you, yeah, you, in, uh, yeah, we played seven. Which doesn't seem right. No, it's its own one, right? It was. Andrew, you are guessing a lot this episode. <laughs> no, because I'm trying to think. So the village is the newest one. It was which, on like a farm, I thought. Which is technically seven. What? Is, what is that one? 
gosh, I am drawing. It's just because of the naming of these games is kind of all over the place. Because then, too, you have like Resident Evil. Then you have like the Revelation series. And it's just then you have a billion different offshoots. I forget so many of the namings of this game. Yeah, I think it was Bio. I think that was its technical name. I don't. Yeah, which I think you're seven. right, Keith. I don't. Yeah. It's his, which makes But it's sense. not listed as seven because Resident Evil it 7 is, is, is Resident Evil 7 The Village. V-I-L, which is seven, I believe, in Roman numerals. Or no, V-I-I. And then like, look at the, look at the, look at the cover art, Andrew. They put. Okay. Yeah, you're right. So it is seven. Then Resident Evil 8 is The Village. Okay. Gosh. The name of these games are is the place. bonkers sometimes. <laughs> but yes, that's the one we played as seven, Liz, which you don't play as any of these characters. He's a kind of a new character at the very end of the game. Did you get to the end of seven? I thought I did. I could be wrong. At the very um, end of the game, you meet Leon. Leon or Chris, you meet one of them. But I just remember um, from playing the other Resident Evil, like I enjoyed it, but I definitely think this one stands out to me as the one that I would m- rather play and that I would recommend, which oh, you is meet weird. Chris at the end. Thank you, Javier. Anyway, sorry, there's so many. <laughs> but do you agree, like, out of all the Resident Evil games that you've played, where would you put Resident Evil 2? This remake, I would put pretty high. Because, like, these, that's the thing, too. The, a lot of these games kind of go through transformations. So the first one, you know, it's weird. Like, I even remember when I was a kid when this first came out, I felt like Resident Evil 1 was kind of something that was brushed under the rug. I never really heard anyone talk about it. I didn't even know it existed. I just remember as a kid seeing posters everywhere, Resident Evil 2, and a lot of people talking and like it actually having like advertisement of Resident Evil 2. And so that's why eventually I picked it up because I was like, oh, I don't know where Resident Evil 1 is. Like I never, I think it was even 2 was only on like PC and like one of the PlayStations. So I never played Resident Evil 1. So I was like, oh, you know, I'll just play 2. And, you know, and then same with three, three also was very popular. I felt like I saw and heard that everywhere. And then just like, those are like the main three ones that are just like two and three. I always felt like were the most popular, most talked about. And then four changed kind of how it was played a little bit. Same with five. Like this game has gone through so many different, like different phases. Like this is a more gritty survival, but then it kind of gets more actiony. And then by Resident Evil six, which is usually a lot of people hated that one. That was a straight up action game. You have like a billion bullets and you're just blasting zombies everywhere. And it's just, it was a weird game, but you know, this game has like the series has gone through just a lot of different things. So there was when we played Resident Evil seven, that was kind of it going back to form of a gritty survival horror kind of game. But anyway, long and long explanation to your question, Liz is I, I rate this one very high. I really like Resident Evil two. Like I said, I have, I have a history with this game of it being just so terrifying. See, and I, I also, I'm, oh, go ahead. I was, cause like when you were talking about it originally, I can see this being a lot scarier if I put myself in, you know, like 12 year old me shoes versus now. They call it be a 12 year old. No, I'm just saying, is that what you're saying, I don't know, <laughs> maybe your sense of fear has changed or hasn't changed, but like I would, I like, I could see myself being scared watching, playing this at a young age. And I like, you know, everyone says, you know, violence, video games and, like I, I do think I'm desensitized to a certain degree when it comes to video games. Like things just don't shock or bother me in video games. So like, I, I don't think there was anything about this that caught me off guard that was like, oh, this is scary. And and like and again, the sound effects are great and all of that, but I didn't to me nothing was like other than I think a body popping out of a locker. Like, you know, classic. 
my my classic fear is there was a <laughs> locker I opened and a body fell and like that was the scariest thing and the only time I jumped in the game. Say that I disagree because the, well the thing that scares me, number one I've mentioned it before are things that you cannot kill that are chasing you because like that is just a typical usual nightmare. I feel like everyone has at least had that kind of nightmare. We are where you are running, but you apparently run super slow and some fast creatures chasing you and you just can't get away. Like I feel like that's a general common nightmare that everyone has. You guys have had that, right? It's not just me. Yeah, I'm. I'm <laughs> no, really listen, can I say like, no? Because I, I was. I there was one time in real life at nighttime. I was with my sister, and we got chased by this random guy. And you feel like you're running in slow mo when yeah. it happens in real life. Like you, you are running as fast as you can, but like time kind of like stills. And so, and I also think too that with this game, there's so many like tighter spaces. And so for me, it's like. I feel like the scariest thing would be to be in a building trapped with something in there with you. That you can't kill. Every door you open, you don't know what's behind it. There's these narrow corridors. Like, so for me, this is kind of the stuff that I find scary versus, you know, you're in a city and you can run between cars and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, my other second biggest fear is children, but luckily those aren't in this game. There's no zombie children. There's one. And that actually, that, that moment got me. A little bit. That's that's a harsh moment. The the father and daughter you run into is Leon, and I'm guessing. It's oh Claire. yeah, yeah. That that was a little bit like, whoa. I don't know. That's true. Brutal. I'm glad I didn't play Leon. I, just, I don't know if Claire, Claire gets too? there too, but uh, no, she doesn't. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you'd care for that one, Liz. <laughs> but I don't know. It, it's funny because like I, I think we're like describing the same things and. I, I don't know what's interesting is just to me, I wasn't not because I'm so big and tough. Like it, I don't, I don't mean it in like, oh, it didn't scare me. I just, I found it more like running away from this thing that I could, couldn't kill. And I think in my brain, it's just like, I put it in like a video game cabinet or whatever you want to call it. And I'm just like, I'm not scared of this thing. It's just annoying me that I just can't get it to die. I just, I just I'm I'm annoyed every time it pops up. I run four rooms over, it's there. I come back, it's there. It's just there. It's always there, but it, it's never fast enough to catch me. It's like the stupid snail thing. Like I'm I'm running from a snail the whole time, <laughs> and it always knows where I am. And I'm just like, ah, crap, there it is. And every now and then, it just punches me in the back of the head, and I just run away again. That's all the ad infinity. And assisted, I think you run into him twice. I mean, I think it depends if you go well, back that was, to that safe room. You only ran into him. Okay, well, that was the thing. All right, so Keith, when you were being chased by Mr. X, were you on assist mode at that time? By the end of it, yes. Did you? So did you notice a difference? Like what Liz yes. is playing in assist mode, and so there's only a small time, you know, she dealt with Mr. X. He did not chase her. Like he did not care. He literally was just kind of patrolling one Unless area? I was in that area, yeah. yeah. That safe room was, you could always hear him walking around. But I played standard and I felt like he was always patrolling outside the safe room where I was hiding and just always patrolling near me. I don't know if I turned on assisted late or too late in the aspect that I was like towards the end of it. I felt like he was still pretty well, like always around. Even on standard, what I noticed the difference was, is that I got, I think at least two free hits from him. So it would be, and I think this is pretty standard overall. It was that the first hit wouldn't reduce my damage at all. The second hit would take me down to caution the yellow second, third hit 
nothing, fourth hit, red, and then I think the fifth hit would kill. Did he ever kill you? Oh, yeah. Oh. Quite a few times. I also think it's interesting with this game that there are a lot of times when you go to a room, the zombies won't exit. But unless it's one of the, I I hate the name for it, the liquors. Is that (laughs) what they're called? Yeah, Yeah, I don't like that name. (laughs) But those will follow you. But a lot of times the zombies will be like, they'll just stay in that one room. (sighs) Unless it's a hallway, obviously. But there are a lot of times where they just like, they're like pounding at a door that isn't there. They they will. Or is that like a buggy thing? They won't. (laughs) And that was another thing that annoyed me is you never knew what was a safe area. And I thought he was called the Titan, by the way. But I don't don't know. The, The big gray guy, right? We're talking about the same guy? Mr. X, yeah. Okay. Well, either way, like, he would go into the main safe uh, room. Tyrant. The Tyrant. Yeah, there we go. But yeah, he would come thing. into the main room, but no one else would. But then they would sometimes come through doors, but sometimes they wouldn't. It was just very inconsistent. And by the end of it, I, regardless of bullets, and even when I went to assist that I just said, screw this, I'm just going to run. Just running everywhere I go because I liked the puzzles. I liked the Metroidvania aspect of it. I liked the puzzles. Oh. I liked finding things and doing all of that. That was oh, here's Keith uh, being positive. See, I don't like going back and forth. I didn't mind it, but in a game, I'd rather not be like, "Oh, I found this key from like an hour and a half ago. Let me go back." But I mean, it, it didn't really bug me in this game. But I'm just saying, like, it's not my favorite. <laughs> see, I mean, I helped Liz quite a bit. Like there was a times. You would have wasted so much time. Liz, Liz is very unobservant. And so, like, you can tell when you're playing this game, as usually as someone who's played a lot of video games, you can kind of tell the game, you know, is kind of an open map, but it is like relatively linear as to where it's directing you of like, okay, now you're going to be in this wing. You're going to open these few doors to get this last object, which will now let you go back to the other side and open a bunch more things and kind of going. And there was a lot of times Liz was like, wouldn't see a door she could unlock. And you were about to like walk all the way back through the sewer. And it's like, no, 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 no. It was you, you dark. That. I know. The map is really amazing. Though, I really like the map. It shows you game. the doors. It shows you if they can unlock or if they're, if there's, you can't open them yet. And it also shows you what you're missing in there. So whether it's like a piece of a puzzle or if it's an actual item. So I think that's really helpful. Well, that's one of the things I yeah. like most is like, Sometimes you have these games and it's like, oh, well, you're towards the end of the game. Now we'll give you this map that lets you go back and see the things you missed or where you missed them. Right from the get-go, Resident Evil does that. You're just, you, you, like, even if, like, you get the maps, which gives you the full area. But even if you don't have that, every area you've explored gives you the blue and the red to give you an idea of, like, all right, I can, you know, stop exploring this area. And, man... That saved me a lot of time because I, I'm like you a little bit in that way, Liz, where I'm like, I'm going to explore every little inch of this room to make sure that I don't mm-hmm. miss anything. But as soon as that thing turned blue, I'm like, all right, cool. I don't I don't have to look anywhere else other than for where the door is. And so I appreciated that coming out right from the start of the game. And I think that's why I enjoyed so much of the aspect of like the puzzles and running around. And like, correct me if I'm wrong, Andrew, that's, like, that's pretty much a staple in almost like the core mechanic of every Resident Evil game. It's like those, oh yeah, those three it's, it's the kind statue of puzzles. 
Where you yeah, because the puzzles those. are so outlandish that it's like, who functions in this house or mansion or police station? Because, yeah, the puzzles are like these weird medallions that are hidden in statues. And then these keys are all heart and club and spade. It's like, who designed these keys? So it's kind of a meme. But, yeah, it's, it's a staple of any Resident Evil game. Yeah, but I think it's kind of fun. And and I that was the stuff I was looking forward to. And I, I kept wanting to explore more of. And part of the reason I just started running by people. Andrew was making fun of me because I looked at the map a lot. I will say there are some areas that I memorized, but you've played this game multiple times, like at least three times before, and you're watching me play. Well, so I was I was more laughing because you you're using the map like a compass. Like I never thought Liz legitimately needed a compass because your character would be facing a wall and you would open your you would turn your character a few inches like left and then open your map again to see what part of the wall you're looking at. So you were kind of using it as like a compass. So I do know what I did. Laugh. And especially when like when I was being chased by that guy, because I panic and just I'm like I just run through a door and you're like, no, Liz, wrong way. And yeah. then so I and it pauses it. So that was really helpful. I wanted to talk about something that usually irritates me in video games, but it didn't in this one because it makes sense to me. And that is the limited inventory. Because yeah. I, I notice people online, sometimes people hate it. And I usually am a hater of that. But not only do you find those little bags that give you more inventory space, but... Which you squealed every time. <laughs> I know. I was You're so like, excited. <laughs> but and you, you can combine things. Yep. You have the trunk that you can go back to in any of the safe rooms. But it makes sense where like... You, like there's zombies everywhere the the fast liquors and everything <laughs> i hate that word why do i hate that word <laughs> but i think too with like movement and stuff like you really can't be loaded down if you're running through these narrow hallways and you have zombies like grabbing at you and stuff yeah. so it actually makes perfect sense why you wouldn't be able to carry so much with you i mean that's just a staple of any survival horror game is is limited inventory space and Which so, like, did I have more than you in assisted? Nope, no, same. I just didn't need as probably need as many. Like I didn't need as many health things, or actually, that's not true. I probably well, used you were more probably than you less did. storage because you had so many freaking bullets. I did. You had like sixty plus bullets by like an hour in the game, and it's like, man, I was struggling just for five bullets. But like, wh- I guess my point is like, what's even the point of hanging on to five bullets? Because even sometimes like three direct headshots and they wouldn't even well, fall Well, you always down. save a bullet for yourself, Keith. Well, yeah. You didn't in a zombie those. world. <laughs> but seriously, like it, even if you would put three bullets into their head, sometimes they just still keep coming at you. It wouldn't fall. Like regardless of them maybe getting back up a minute later or whatever the case may be. I was just so irritated with the fact that I was just, like I said, I, I had plenty of ammo if my bullet did any damage. <sighs> See, I I feel like the, one of the reasons why I, I did enjoy the combat is you don't get a lot of guns and attachments, but you get enough that it you, you can freshen it up. I love... I loved having, I kept calling it a shotgun, but it's really a grenade launcher and there's different (laughs) ammo with it. And so whenever like I would get fed up with them shooting back up all the time, I'd take one of those right to the head and then they would leave me alone. But you have limited (laughs) ammo, obviously. I didn't really like the machine, some machine gun that one was. And then, yeah. You you had a really hard time aiming with that. But do you know what it is? In assisted mode, they do help you. With auto aim for some of the guns, but I noticed that the other pistol was really bad with the auto aim. Like it would kind of jerk it away from the person, and the one that with the red laser. Yep. And then so the pistol and the grenade launcher were amazing 
with that. And, but I felt like it actually like was a hindrance, the auto aim with the other two. So that's why I didn't use those as much. And then I just got the zapper one. The yellow was it the yellow one? Yeah, I, I didn't use that at all. <laughs> yeah, I I found that going to be kind of underwhelming. You could just do just fine with the pistol. Also, there were there was one of the liquors that I I thought I had killed him, and I was like, "Where's my knife?" And I went over the body and like I I couldn't find it, or whatever. And then later on, I killed another liquor super fast, and I was like. That's really weird. And then that knife that had like the the da- same damage was in there, and oh, I was like, my I did knife kill in him. Neck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I thought he was dead because it was taking so long to get up. But no, that explains why you couldn't get your knife back. Yeah, but uh, I am surprised. Like one thing I love about this remake, the zombie models are quite diverse. But if you actually think about it, there is not a lot of enemies you're fighting this game. You're fighting generic zombies. You're fighting some dogs. You're fighting the liquors. And you really don't see too many enemies until you get to the sewer, you get one new big monstrosity. And then uh, when you get to the lab is when you start to see some other new ones. But yeah, in total, there's like six, seven different variations of enemies you're fighting. I didn't get bored with them. Yeah, neither did I. Because they they fit the areas that they would be in too. It wasn't just like you randomly have a construction worker, but you're in a lab building. Like they... They all made seem to make sense for the areas they're in. Sometimes they don't do that in zombie games. Well, I know Liz was kind of getting mad, but the, you're like, there should be zombies here. I'm in the middle of an underground. Like, why is there zombies yeah, here? Yeah, if there's like a locked door or whatever, it's like, you know, how did they get in? <laughs> but I also just remembered that there was a part that, Andrew, you took over for me because I was a little nervous <laughs> when I when you're playing the little girl in the orphanage yep. and she's being chased by that horrible man. Yep. That... I, I was like so nervous that I was going to slip up and get her caught. Like, I, which I know is silly. I, I figured they wouldn't show anything graphic or anything, but uh, Lara Croft Tomb Raider always comes in my head with those graphic deaths. I'm just like, I don't want to see what happens if, if they do show anything, which I'm assuming they don't. I don't know. I don't know if I ever got caught. Yeah. Well, I wasn't taking either. any chances, so I gave you the, the control over that. But yeah, the, and same with like when Mr. X was was chasing me, you eventually took it from me, right? Or yeah. no, did I do that by myself? No, you did that yourself. Oh, I did that myself. Yeah. Good job, Liz. I mean, I was screaming at you. Yeah. I was like, follow the door. Follow the door. <laughs> <laughs> You're like trying to loot. Well, oh, yeah, I was. Yeah, you were like, Liz, stop looting. <laughs> so do, do they ever explain why you can get bit over and over and over again and you don't turn into a zombie, but everyone else No. Because that was... No. And I was listening to another podcast recently. They kind of pointed this out and I never thought about it. it. Kind of, And it really is like, no, that sucks. But they were like, yeah, every character in Resident Evil are essentially superheroes. Like they're not normal people. They are straight up superheroes. And that really kind of turned me off because I remember the first time I played this game, it was kind of like, whoa, you're just, you're a rookie or... Like, you know, just you're playing as some girl and you're surviving in the zombie apocalypse. But it's like, no, it's true. They they absolutely are superheroes. They're just people are, are yeah, get bit once and they're done. But you guys are just going around blasting everyone. That was OK. I'm, I'm just I'm <laughs> glad because I was like wondering why that that would happen. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Javier, to Discord. That is a good example of, yeah, when he punches a boulder. I forgot about that. It launches a boulder by punching it. See, I this always, game does get weird. <laughs> I always just figured that it was, you know, you wouldn't want like a 
one bite kill every time. Oh, yeah. That would not be a fun game. Yeah. that's that. So I just figured that that's why you were able to be bit because especially because the save, you do it at the typewriter. Yeah. And so I think there's might be some auto saves with the story, but that'd be so annoying if you got bit one time and then you had to go all the way back to your typewriter. Oh, deleted your save file. I mean, I lost a good 35 minutes once because I didn't save. But that was on me. Like oh. I, I, I take responsibility for it. Don't get me wrong. I, I don't fault the game. But yeah, like I don't know. But that's a, like that's a simple animation change. They don't have to bite you on the neck, you know, thirty-seven times, and you just, mm, I just rub some herbs <laughs> on it, and I'm good. The herbs, the, <laughs> just the herbs have, have have cured my zombie wounds. Don't try that on anyone else, though, because you know, heaven forbid, you find out it actually helps something. I, that's what I kept thinking too. At the beginning, yeah, you meet Marvin, who's who's bit or in the gut. Just over there, just like, why don't you yourself? give him a healing potion there? Why don't you give him some herbs? Like Make that, better. Like that needs to be a meme of like You're Marvin like, dying on a couch. Sorry, you Marvin, yourself is that for me? I'm good. I got some cologne over here. <laughs> Sorry, you're dying, bro. Axe body spray. <laughs> that's why the zombies really Marvin. want you. This is just a giant axe commercial. Yeah, this. <laughs> You imagine that actually was a sponsorship. They replaced all the first aid kids with Axe body spray. <laughs> just sexy ladies awkwardly <laughs> chasing a teenager around because that's what all Axe commercials were. <laughs> it was super not creepy. Not anymore. They've changed the commercials now, Keith. Yeah, I don't They're not as creepy. They just don't have commercials now. Last time now. I saw one. I will say the one thing I, I, I think is kind of annoying, I know they had them in the original, but playing now... Because I, I even now, even with the updated graphics and everything, I still think they're super clunky, but I do not like the boss fights. There's a couple of times you interact with bosses and you actually have to fight them and shoot them. And they're just, they're not very fun. They're a little scary, obviously, because, you know, you're fighting a big bad guy. You know, you're, you've been fighting these zombies that just take a couple bullets and you can kind of kill them. Unless you're Keith and apparently take a thousand. Kinda yeah, these boss fights to me, I just, it's just the movement's really clunky. And so that, that's my only kind of slight gripe i guess with this game is i just i i don't need the boss fights do you get unlimited ammo for them or, or like it depends on the fight because otherwise how do you beat these bosses if you just straight up run out of ammo that's a good question i guess you're out of luck oh, okay i mean when you go to these arena they give you a lot of bullets right. but i am curious I, i'm guessing you do just die i'm assuming well, they probably calculated it to be like okay this is an, even if you come into this fight with zero bullets there is enough bullets here to win the fight and so if you botch it i guess yeah you're gonna have to start over make sure your aim is is 100 but would you start at the typewriter and just be able to make more bullets right yeah or do you just start in the arena again i'm assuming I, you go back to the typewriter i'm assuming you go back to a typewriter but yeah, it even I mean, even the the dual tips and the loading screen, it's like, yeah, it, your gun is just a pea shooter, but good luck. <laughs> you gotta pray to the RNG. I don't want to pray to the RNG gods. This isn't an RNG game. I'll play to the, pray to the RNG gods when I'm running around in Brotato. That's, that's what I'll pray <laughs> to the RNG gods. <laughs> but yeah, so out overall, I I think I just I think this game just is creepy all the way through too, which is, I think another good thing about this, like even playing now, you know, this game isn't very long. I'm going to also say that too. Time to beat. You're looking usually between like seven to nine hours. I think I beat my first playthrough in about eight hours. I was like looting everything, but if you kind of know where to go, you can go a lot faster, but it's not a terribly long game. And yeah, I, to me, it always kind of kept me on edge. Like, like, yeah, you're fighting a lot of the same zombies, but just, 
I think the combat, I don't know why, I can understand why you're frustrated with it, Keith, but I don't know. I think it's weird that you just found it annoying and not scary at all. It, it really, like, it's, you're describing all of the exact moments that I felt, the emotions that I felt. So we're, we're feeling it at the same time. It's just a completely different level of, I just, it, I don't know, because I, I didn't, I think if it was more like that, and it and it probably would have made it so much harder, more annoying. But like if Mr. X was faster and he could actively catch me and I had to like dip and duck into places to hide more and because I, I hated this game even more, but like think of like Alien where it was like, if, if it saw you, you were dead. Now that was the other extreme that I hated. I want somewhere in the middle. I want the actual anxiety of feeling like I can't just, I'm not just running forever until i find one of the you know handful of spots that he just doesn't go into that room like that was why it didn't seem scary to me and even the few times that it would catch me off guard like oh i'm just looting this thing and you come up and punch me in the back there ah damn it and and like that was it it wasn't even like oh no it was ah crap here we go again every time is there a game that you were legitimately scared of and you liked i can't think of one so it's so yeah. When Liz first said this, I thought you more didn't like because remember we recently played Evil Within, and you didn't like that because I thought once again you more didn't like the stealth aspect of it, and yeah, you didn't like the lack of ammo. So that's why I was curious if you would like this game a bit more, but because you're not really stealth in. But I'm so weird about fear and horror to begin with, and I think we've talked about this before, but like I. Like I, Do you get scared by horror movies? I don't watch a lot of them, so that is part of it. it and pro and I and I wouldn't say that it's the scariest movie of all time or by any means. It's just the the one time I can truly remember a movie like really putting me on some sort of edge was The Ring, and and I think it was because I watched it like alone at dusk and like literally no one in my house. I was like sixteen years old, and that movie got me scared, but for like a little bit. And then I moved on with my life. And, and I don't know when, like, if I go to a haunted house or something like that, I just, I know I'm expecting someone to jump out. So when they do, it like shocks me, but I'm not scared. It's just like, oh, it, it happened. And half the time I'm looking around and like, I catch them before they come around the corner. Not because I'm so smart, but because I'm just like, I, <laughs> I, I won't let myself be scared. I think is part of it. I don't know. I've, yeah. I've ruined okay. fun. Apparently. <laughs> but for yeah, myself, I don't do it. self, never I, bring Keith to a haunted house. Because I won't be that guy that's like, hey, everybody, check out this. This isn't going to be scary. I keep it to myself. I just, I so I don't, I'm not a ruiner of okay, fun. Okay, yeah, I hate, I hate those Th- people. Those are the worst. I hate those people. Sorry if you're one of them, I guess. But I just, I, I internally ruin my own fun. <laughs> so maybe this is just the thing is you in general just don't like horror. I think so. All right, fine. But uh, so the other thing I want to ask you, Keith, did you play with a headset? Mm-hmm. See, I loved the audio, and I think that was the thing that really kind of adds to the layer of fear. Because so, Liz, you did not play with the headset, right? Yeah, but I actually made sure that the volume was up so I could hear everything. And in some video games, like if if you don't really need the volume, I don't do that. But I did make sure my volume was up so I could hear the footsteps. I could hear the zombies. Yeah. Come. To me, the audio is very important to have. If you have headset, I highly recommend it. But 
I did the, you know, there's a storm going on outside. So even majority of the time when you're walking around the, you know, police station, you're hearing the rain patter on the walls or the windows and the zombies don't make a ton of noise. Sometimes they do, but there's a lot of times where I would get one that sneak up behind me and bite me. But yeah, at least, you know, there was a couple of times you'd hear a zombie get up and you're literally spinning around going, yep, where, is yep. where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I don't think I would have done well with the headset. I think that would have been even more nerve wracking, but but yeah, the uh, if you're playing as a Leon, you're mostly dealing with Mr. X. And almost always you were hearing those footsteps just dong, 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 dong. Those are, it's, it's, see, to me, it's just a lot of anxiety, which builds up that fear. And that's why, it's, I don't know, it got me, but. See, I feel like ha- for some reason, like having kids ruined horror movies for me because now, and, and games, because now whenever somebody dies, I'm like, Oh, that was somebody's kid. Like I get like really like I get like sad. And I cause I grew up watching horror movies, like even when I was like super, super little, when I shouldn't have. <laughs> so yeah, now whenever somebody dies in a horror movie, I just like feel really sad and it stops the scariness for me. Like I remember you, you loved Salem's lot. And I remember you were reading that book and I think a kid dies in that and you're instantly like, I don't like this book anymore. Yeah. No, it, it really gets rid of the fear for me where I'm just like that. I'm I'm sad now. And <laughs> But for me, like, I feel like you didn't get too into Marvin's character. Um, but I also knew it was coming. Yeah. I The second, like, you, you see him injured and he's, like, trying to help you and telling you to get out and stuff. I'm just like, he's he's not making it. So knowing he's not going to make it, it was easier. But yeah, if there's like a sudden death of like a character or something, I'm just like, I'm just angry at the bad guy now. <laughs> I feel like Andrew in real life. So like, I feel like you do get scared with with games and movies sometimes. Yeah. Not crazy. But I feel like I scare you all the time. I scared you all the time. No, you do. But on purpose. But like if I, if something like, say like a, a wolf spider jumps out at me yeah. and I yell, it scares the crap out of you. Well, like it's, you- it's not so much scares me as it just more gives me a lot of anxiety very quick. Because I think you're being murdered or like <laughs> something happened to our child. I've been you so much better, but I feel like that's <laughs> where I see you the most like, you know, on edge. And it, I don't mean to do it. I don't. I feel like I don't do it very often. Because it literally tr- it like triggers my fight or flight reflexes of like, I like instantly jack it, like like instantly tighten up of like, what do I got to do? Like, what's going on? Is, is someone hurt? And then it's just like, I saw a spider. It's like, oh my gosh. I like, am so much better with spiders now. Attack. But like, jumped up yeah. Because <laughs> I injure myself a lot too. And I'm, yeah. I guess I'm very vocal. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, that's the thing. You, your scream. It's not. It's not even just like a huh. No, it's 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 a very high and loud. Like the other day, I think you dropped like your water or something in the car. It was something not that important, and you screamed. And well, I was like, I, "What?" I did not scream as I dropped my water. The only time it was I, something. It was. I don't know if it was that, but there was something that happened in the car, and then it was like, What's "Yeah, going it on? was Daisy, our new dog. Daisy uh, is a very big dog. My thighs are covered in bruises because she'll just suddenly get like spooked or something, and she'll jump on me, and it, like we are trying to like do the nail grinder now. Yeah, because she's too afraid of the groomers. So, but her nails scratch me, and I'm covered in bruises and so she she did one of those things when we were in the car she just flew super fast at me and it hurt so bad she's very gentle though she's the perfect (laughs) dog she just doesn't understand that she's also very heavy but that's why i yelled in the car which i know is dangerous because obviously you're driving but 
So, Liz, I want to ask you. So, you said you watched horror movies at a very young age. Yes. What age was that? I don't remember. The, like, I remember... I remember you told me it was Chucky. You watched Chucky. Yes. So, this is like... I don't know. Because the thing is, I have older siblings. And my mom didn't separate us when they wanted to watch a scary movie. Or when she wanted to. So, it was like... I think I was watching them even before elementary school. They were in the background. Chucky... Like really, in, in Pet Cemetery, those two really scarred me. And my mom actually told like I wasn't allowed to watch horror movies for a long time because I made her take out every single toy and stuffed animal to make sure Chucky wasn't in there one night because <laughs> we had this closet filled with our toys and stuffed animals, and I made her take out every single one and show her, <laughs> and because I was so afraid. But I do. I remember years later. I think Scream, the original Scream came out in 1997. I was born in 88, and I had watched v- many horror movies between Chucky and Scream. So, well before I was nine years old. See, I don't know the first one. I know I watched Predator 2. I think I was like 11 or 12. Like, I was pretty young. And I remember that scared me pretty bad. But I, I feel like that's like a rite of passion of like every kid. Every kid always watches a horror movie that is probably way too scary for them. But I feel like they, I don't know if they do that, like, because it's weird. I feel like it's a rite of passage for every kid, but it's like, I never want my child to do that. I don't like, think what about I you, Keith? What's probably the earliest you watched? Maybe that's why I didn't, I don't have these deep seated fears. Really? You them. never got scarred as a child? Because I remember when I was young and I saw Jurassic Park, you know, that's not a very scary movie. I was probably like eight at that time. Gosh. But just the beginning of the guy getting attacked by the raptor that's in the cage just freaked me out. I mean, we grew up, we were early 90s kids. The the kids' movies were scarring alone. I just, I, like, I watched like, Billy Walk on the Chocolate Factory. Never ending story. Scared me. That art. Oh, yeah. The, uh, I don't even like horses. But my goodness, that Artax scene, just thinking about it makes me sad. Yeah. Like, that's the, the Dark stuff, Crystal. That's when the, the creatures stuff. get the life sucked out of them. I don't actually think I ever saw the Dark Crystal. Oh, it's not as a kid. It's a great I movie. Probably watched it as an adult, but I. Yeah, like I don't know. I didn't, I don't remember watching horror movies as a kid, and so maybe that's contributed to it because I just don't have. So this like, is why you suck. Well, I feel like most par like well not most, but a lot of my friends, their parents wouldn't let them watch it until a certain age, and like a lot of the the movies that you're describing, like Predator and stuff, like I can see why they're scary, but it's like a fake monster. I feel like for me, like letting your kid watch like a slice and dice, like a serial killer movie. As young as I was, like that, I feel like I I wouldn't want. I think yeah, to do no, I think there's kid. something a lot I, I different like about even... about a person scary versus monster scary. I agree with you, Liz. And yeah. can I also say that ever since I was a, a very young child, I've had a, a fear of home invasion because of you know movies like, for instance, Scream, where they're <laughs> like outside the door. So like I I never got rid of that. But yeah, anyway, so audio. Is, is actually really good in this game, and I highly recommend a headset, but also graphics. So this is probably the biggest difference between the original Resident Evil 2 and Resident Evil Remake, the huge graphical overhaul. So this game is obviously now, you know, before, like I said, the original was a fixed camera. Now it's the third person fixed camera on your character. But the graphics in this game are very impressive. I really liked the damage that you can do to the zombies is really cool. Like I noticed watching you again, Liz, a zombie reaching out to you while he was getting close to you and you shot and actually hit his hand and you just blew his hand off. So then I he actually had that. that damage of his hand missing. Same with like the bullets. If you shoot him in the cheek 
it actually does damage on the cheek and not so much like the full face. So the actual bullet damage is actually very impressive. I really liked the graphics, especially with... Like at the beginning where like all those like cars and stuff and I'm like, I was nervous. I was like, where do I go? Like which direction through the car? (laughs) Yeah, now you remember that. Yeah, because you were screaming so loud at me. I was like, Andrew, help me. You're so bad at directions. I was like, the light. You go into the police station and it's organized and there's rooms that are really spacious and some that are beautiful. And then like later on you go to the rooftop and it's raining and just like, I just felt like the different environments, like it kept the environment fresh. Because if you think about it, you're in the police station for a long time and it actually does change so much throughout the game. Even like when you are the little girl and all of a sudden you're in the orphanage and the sewer and stuff. I thought that they did a really great job both with like the technical aspect and also just like creating environments that kept the game fresh. Yeah, I remember even as a kid being impressed with like the actual environmental storytelling that Resident Evil does. You know, this was kind of one of my early experiences of it because I remember as a kid, what terrified me was like reading the notes of like someone on a bus, you know, basically writing a farewell note because there's zombies outside, which in reality doesn't make sense. Like, because also the notes are always like, ah, they're coming closer to me. Ah, they're writing that in the note. It's like, nobody's doing that. I'd be preparing (laughs) myself physically. I know. Exactly. I'd maybe write like, yeah, our like, like, hey, tell my loved ones I love them. That's my note. But it's always funny, like reading these stories now. But yeah, like the context, the actual like environmental storytelling is actually pretty impressive because yeah you're kind of reading stories about the liquors until eventually you finally get to a hallway and there's just blood everywhere you see slash marks same with like you know you get to a a jail cell well it's a makeshift jail cell and there's a bunch of dead bodies in it and you kind of read that you know a bunch of cops were locked up in there and they had to kill each other like there's a lot of really kind of cool environmental storytelling that you know is done very well and that was actually even in the original but of course now with the updated graphics it's more poignant with its story. I thought the graphics were good. I I don't know. I, there you go. Good job, Keith. Way to participate. I, I was <laughs> I like, know, wait, did didn't. I forget to say my thoughts on it? I thought well, I did. No, I mean, like, I, <laughs> I, like, this is one of those things where I, I get, like, I agree. I don't really have a lot to add, so I apologize. I, 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 I thought I was... I was waiting for you to disagree. No, I... For some reason. Overall, I had no complaints <laughs> with that. I really just hated fighting and it because it i'm not I, I don't have to go back into it. i just i hated that element of the game so much that it just annoyed me and all i wanted to do was more puzzles and and all of that and explore new areas i'm so bad at puzzles i was happy when there weren't puzzles i love watching other people do them and i love jigsaw puzzles but i mean man the puzzle in this game i found incredibly easy i don't think i got yeah they weren't on a bad one they weren't bad but i was waiting for them to get harder they don't because <laughs> like for instance like the personal what do they call like safes yep the little ones once i knew how to do it it was easy yeah but i was just oh, oh, impatient yeah, the, the portable the ones where you match in the lights yeah 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 those ones were interesting but yeah there wasn't much strategy to those other than just remembering the pattern as you mashed through them Oh, and then I also forgot to mention with this, they also have a bunch of extra episodes where kind of, there's some story to them, but they're kind of these time attack challenging modes. Did you guys play any of them? Uh, That doesn't sound familiar. (laughs) So I did a couple of them and I was just like, I don't care to be bothered. I can almost guarantee Keith would hate them because yeah, you, you essentially what they are is you get to play as a character, you get a little story of them, and then it's usually kind of a time attack of... You know, you got to get to a location. It's timed. You have limited ammo. And there's usually a kind of a twist. So, yeah, 
Javier in our Discord mentioning yeah, Kenji's story, the dad who had the zombie daughter. I played his a little bit, but yeah, he you know he owned the gun shop. So you start with a bunch of ammo and you're trying to get to a helipad. And, but the zombies there had like gas in them. So if you kill a zombie, it might release the gas, which can poison you, slow you down. And I did it a couple of times. And I was just like, you know, I don't, I don't care to be bothered with this. So they're not bad. If you're definitely, you know, they're nice for people who like them. Like it's very similar. You know, Resident Evil games always had a fun, quirky game mode. Like they usually had the mercenary game mode, which was another kind of score attack survival, get a high score. And that's what this kind of essentially is of just you trying to get from point A to point B with limited ammo and just trying to do the like survive. But yeah, I just thought it was okay. They're at least there. Speaking of rankings, when does this game give you a ranking? Because Javier pointed out that like there's an achievement you beat for the getting game. the S ranking. Is it just when you beat the game, it gives you a ranking? So it doesn't yeah, at the do very it, end, usually, it, it gives you kind of a quick breakdown of like, so usually, oh, you took this much damage, you took this much items. Usually games that give you a ranking will do it like throughout, which is also like a very Capcom thing, I feel like, to just throw yeah. a ranking oh, yeah. in for no reason into a game that doesn't need one. Oh, well, I, feel oh, like I don't want to be ranked. That's a general, I feel like, Japanese studio thing. I feel like Maybe. almost every Japanese studio kind of does that for games. Maybe. I which I kind of like. Think of Capcom. But, and I think... It's one of those, and I'm sure they still do it probably just as like a carryover, but like a very early video game thing because of the fact that there was no achievements and it was like you had to make your own. So you had to have a ranking so you could tell your friends like, I got an S ranking and you didn't. And that was, that was sort of how you achieved back in the day. But it was hard to take a picture of the screen back then. That's true. I just give your friend your cartridge, I guess. (laughs) Hope we didn't erase your gameplay. I don't know if the ranking system's new, because I don't think I ever beat this game. No, I'm ninety percent sure I never beat this game originally. Actually, I don't know. I might have because the lab did look familiar. I don't know. I can't remember because I rented this game and, I'm, like I said, I was really terrified this to play have been it on PlayStation as well, right? Because I PlayStation Two, Nintendo sixty four, and it was on Dreamcast and PC. Because I I feel like I want to say I played it. Didn't it come out around the same time as one of the Silent Hill games? No, well ninety eight. We talked about that. Yeah. There was a Resident Evil game. I don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. I, I always but, um, group it in with Silent Hill because I don't know because of that reason, I think. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I never really got into the Silent Hill series. I feel like I missed out. Yeah, I don't Maybe know. Made, about them. They made a remake of that. But anyway, the achievements. Achievements for Resident Evil 2 are okay. They're not great for achievement hunters. There's some that, you know, there are some fun, really difficult achievements. Javier in our Discord posted that he got the Leon S. Kennedy achievement, which is, yeah, beating the game on hard as Leon and getting an S rating. Frugal, you know, not using any health potions the entire run. The worst achievement that he also posted, thank you for doing this, because I I remember this was there, but I forgot the exact number. But yeah, it's to take 1,800, no, take fewer than 14,000 steps in one playthrough, which that's annoying <laughs> like that's just an annoying achievement so if you really want to go for these kind of achievements you can uh then of course there's achievements for doing the story quick episodes that i said it talked about but uh, yeah, killing so them in different ways the zombies yeah so there's there's fun easy achievements to get but there's there are some that are very difficult which i said earlier i thought keith might have been enjoying <laughs> the game because his nope. achievements were were pretty high. 330 out of 1070 with 18 out of 44 achievements. I'm in last place, 210 with 12 out of 44. And Andrew, 660 with 32 achievements. Yeah, because I beat it with both Claire and Leon. Yeah, that's kind of sad, though, that you did it with 
both characters and you only got 660. I know. Well, so that was, I mean, I was going to say, you know, kind of counterpoint. In my five hours, I grinded out 330. I think I played maybe, or maybe six hours. I think from a, from a value aspect on achievements, I think that that's not bad. But it's not like they're super easy, quick achievements at the same time. I don't know. Where are you in the story, Keith, right now? I'm just about out of the sewers. I'm at a little electrical Oh, so you're, you're actually, you're pretty close to the end. I didn't realize, yeah. I I, I thought it was close because I, re- I remember you had said it was fairly short on the the campaign or the storyline. Yeah. But yeah, I I was, I don't know, I think like the last hour I was, again, I was literally just sprinting past enemies, especially once I put it on assisted and I knew that I wasn't going to take a lot of damage. Because you can kind of push past them sometimes. Sometimes. A little bit, yeah. I don't, I don't know. That was another gripe I had, but I won't go there. All right. But let's get our final thoughts here. So as I said, Resident Evil 2, this is a definite game. I, you know, I feel like even if you didn't play the originals, like this isn't kind of a nostalgia trip of, oh, you know, if you played it back then, you would get it. To me, I feel like this was such a good remake. This, this, it has, it carries the same story, but it really is the definition of just a modernized version you know, have changing the camera to over the shoulder, the updated graphics, you know, the like the horror of it is still very much there. But obviously, if you play Resident Evil 2, just the poor graphics and the fixed camera would just more annoy people, I think. It just wouldn't be as scary. But of course, back then, like that was really revolutionary. It was awesome. So this is a thing that like really got updated for modern and it's it still holds up. Like, like I said, I was actually still on edge a good amount of times. And it's just, it's a very, very fun game. It's not too long. So, you know, obviously you, you have Game Pass. It's it, This is a thing you can beat in a weekend. You know, if you don't care to do the scenarios, like the scenarios are the ones that will maybe take some time of playing over and over again. But yeah, two different stories, campaign. It's, yeah, it's easy. Weekend. Good. Go ahead and do it. It's must play. Uh, yeah, but, but I'm giving it a 90. The only, like I said, the only gripes, I didn't care for the boss fights, but I mean, obviously that was in the old game. People would complain if they weren't in there, but it, to me, it's still, that that's the thing that just didn't age well. To me, it's just like, this is kind of a game where it feels weird to have a boss fight. Man. So Resident Evil 2, I hated the fighting. I hated, I mean, <laughs> so I, I think large elements of the game, I guess, but I think the puzzles are fun. I think the, the kind of traversal in the the metroidvania aspects of it were all really nice i liked i liked the environment i liked exploring what i was doing but every time i fought new enemies i was just annoyed and i it seems weird to say but i think the biggest thing would be is that if my bullets did damage and i got one-fifth of the amount of bullets that i had it would be fine it just is such an annoying thing that it's a survival game and bullets are sort of scarce but only on the aspect that they just don't do enough damage to be worthwhile. So I, it's just such a weird gripe and it just made it so annoying to me. And I guess also I'm broken when it comes to horror and stuff like that. Cause <laughs> it, again, I just was annoyed every time I heard more footsteps, this thing just could not be run away from. And it was always behind me, even if it wasn't ever really going to kill me all that much. Cause it wasn't fast enough to keep up with me. I, I can absolutely see where this is a, good game for people who like the style and if you really want to play it i i i wouldn't dissuade you about it i just i don't i don't want to do more of it because of that let me give it a 78 overall so another question keith 
How many bullets did you put into Mr. X and how long did it take you to realize you couldn't kill him? I mean, pretty quickly. Like I knew you could stun him, but even then I I just sometimes it would take three bullets to stun him, sometimes it would take my entire clip and it wouldn't stun him. And so I I just I kind of even on standard or assisted I said screw this, I'm just not going to fight him. I'm just going to run away cuz it's annoying. I was originally going to give it a 90, but I'm going to give it a 91. Because for me, there's like a big difference between like a game that hits a 90 and then one that hits a 91. Because, (laughs) (laughs) which sounds silly, but I feel like, you know, I've given lots of games 90s, but once they, once they pass that, that's their, and the reason why I want to give this a higher score is because out of all the horror games that I've played, there's so much more wrong with ones that are like way newer, you know, I, I love that it isn't too gory, and I love that they, what? Oh, I love that it's not too gory. I love that there's not that they're trying to shock you with you know gross storylines and stuff. And and it also I did find it a little creepy. So for me, I thought it had a lot of elements that I wanted from other horror games. And so this is honestly one of the the top ones I've played. It might be my favorite horror game that. We've played, but I mean, I I don't really remember all the games we've played, so <laughs> I'm gonna say one of. You generally don't remember the game we played last week. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh! But uh, looking what did at Metacritic last week, it was. <laughs> it's because I'm on the spot, <laughs> and because I played Minecraft. It was our Patreon episode. We did Apex Legends. Ah, oh, dang now, but it's because it was one that I yeah whatever. For Xbox One, 93 and 8.8. And then for the Series X, TBD and 9. And our fourth and silent co-host did play this game. Do you guys want to guess? Zero. Two. Three. Whoa. That and was close. he actually gave it compliments. Like full compliments, not with Does a butt. Do you think he scored um, it on a five? <laughs> I don't Maybe. <laughs> But he said that it was technically excellent and that without the line tracing, it holds the 60 frame per second perfectly. I'm assuming that he... ray tracing. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's what it is. I mean, it's a translation. Yeah. What, yeah. What, oh, yeah. What, what is it called? Ray? Ray tracing. It uh, basically creates reflections of light in the surrounding environment, which I this game does very well. I remember you at the beginning. But it's something that he complains about all the time is frame rate. So mm. um, it makes sense that that he scored it higher because it, it was good in this one. But things that he complained about, he described the police station as a labyrinth. He It's pretty easy. It, he didn't like the limited inventory, what he refers to as stupid puzzles, <laughs> and the, the bad guy that follows you around you can't kill. So it went from like a bunch of positives and then he a, a longer paragraph of the negatives. But still, that's a really good score for him. Yeah. So and, basically, he really just liked the graphics and the performance of it. Yeah, and looking like, at besides Metacritic, that, this is still a turd. The I mean, the, I feel like ninety three, eight point eight nine. Those are, that's those are yeah. really good average scores. Keith is just the broken one here. <laughs> I told you I was. This I, is why we did. I was going to get shamed for for my opinions coming into this episode. I knew seventy eight is pretty good. But anyway, that's going to do it for this episode. If you have any game suggestions or you want to say hi to us, join us on our Discord. Go to GamePassGrabBag.com. You'll find all the links, including the link to our Patreon. Thank you so much again to Javier and to Kelly, our Patreon members. You know, we got you know a couple episodes up there now. We're going to keep coming up with more content. 
Thank you for the support you guys give us. But yeah, I've been your hardcore gamer of Sand. You can find me next Xbox Live Firebird 0152. And yeah, go ahead, Keith. I've been Keith. I already forgot the names you said. Can you tell me? Oh, oh, the oh, that's right. Yeah, I have, to, I have to rate. I, said. I have to rate our listeners on a game I didn't. Lead to. You have two: yeah. Archangel Nine and Carter. Collectively, I'll give I'll give you an average ninety-two. I don't ask who's higher. Pretty low. They're both ninety-two. I know, but that's pretty low because you said people can't go below a ninety. Only Donnie can go below a ninety. Yeah. So you're essentially giving them a two, Keith. That's not true. <laughs> They're still ninety plus. There's so much lower they could go. No, because you can't go below Donnie. <laughs> Donnie's, Donnie's considered the lowest. I have to find someone to rate below 90 just so I can push Donnie lower. <laughs> it's going to be the first sub 80. And I'm Liz Noob Gamer Tag coming. I'm Dean, and I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Liz Noob Noob is EW. All right, everyone. We love you all. We'll see you guys next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.